And we're rolling live, baby. And we're Guys rolling. Pizza. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the Portugal Corner special episode. We got to thank Netflix. We got a brand new Figo documentary out in the world about his big old transfer from uh, Barcelona to Madrid. It's about goddamn time. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been waiting for this story. Um, so, yeah. Welcome. We're doing a special episode on El Caso Figo. And uh, you're going to hear our thoughts on all the craziness that went down. A lot of stuff happened that. Yeah, vaguely remember it. I think uh, it, the Euros had just happened. That was my first sort of, like, uh, The year entrance. 2000. <laughs> In the year 2000. My first sort of entrance into, like, football. And I was like, whoa. Love Portugal. Love this Portuguese Euro team. This Figo guy is gone. Obviously, obviously fall in love with Figo first. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Oh, I, I didn't know. episode on a, the Figo documentary that came out on Netflix. That was a hell of a ride. It was a doozy. Figo I like cast. how they didn't shorten anything. Like, sometimes they'll do, like, these one-hour documentaries. Full one hour, 45 minutes. Everyone yep. gets to tell their story. Drawn All out. All the details. They, they went deep. They, they could have gone on for another half hour. I couldn't mm -hmm. care. I wouldn't have cared less. Yep. I could have heard one more hour of Futre. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Futre needed more airtime in that show. He was the best part of it. I had no idea had anything to do with that. Right. I didn't know. <laughs> Wasn't he still playing soccer? He retired. He had oh, just recently. retired. He had just retired. Oh, so he's just chilling. He was just living his life in Madrid probably because mm -hmm. when he played Atletico, had a nice crib there. Yeah, hell of a story, man. I wish I saw more of Figo. I mean, Patrick was saying upstairs, it would probably be impossible to even watch European <laughs> soccer in Canada. <laughs> At that time in the yeah. year 2000? Yeah. Other than the Euros, I don't know if Barcelona, they weren't playing Barcelona every week, I'll tell you no. that. You It'd need be hard a, to find. You need a gold TV or like some premium channel. You need a satellite yeah. dish. You yeah. need one of those giant satellite. dishes. You guys had satellite. We did. Yeah, but we didn't have one of those big motherfuckers that took up half your backyard. <laughs> no. But yeah, different time. And, dude, just watching some of those highlights and those goals and what he could do, amazing. I remember man. watching him on Inter, like, when he was about to retire, but, like, he was almost done. Like, yeah. he was just sending in crosses. Still good. Yeah. Still, Still good. really good. Great control. I saw him cook Maldini a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did start watching him from around 2000. 
again, like I said, favorite player. I'm wearing a Barcelona Figo jersey right Ooh. now. These are hard to get, and I got two, brother. You got two. <laughs> no, because nobody wants them. <laughs> All the Barcelona well, guys are like, get this well, shit Well, I walk around here. with it. I would never walk around with this in Barcelona. Of course. But, oh, God, no. You get stabbed. You but, walk around Toronto with it. Yeah, and Barcelona is such like a club that they have so many fans, and they have so many like fans I don't like, and they go... Barca, hey, Barca. And I turn around and go, look at that, motherfucker. I got Figo on it. <laughs> and what, what do you, they, what what do you think say? about that? And they like, usually have no idea who it is because it's fucking the year 2022 and people forgot. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to pickpocket that guy later. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should shout out Carlos with, yeah. the, with the wine for this episode. Hey-o. Thank you very yeah. much. Tio Carlos. Tio Carlos. Carlos. It up. The Julia Forlista. Yep. He was going to give us the wine. I said, hey, man, like, you don't have to give us a bottle of wine. And then he's like, I said, is this a sponsorship? And he goes, yes. And I said, then we'll take it. <laughs> said, it's, it's for the podcast. Yeah, he said, then we'll take it. It's a sponsorship for the podcast. We said, all right. Well, if you put it that way, yeah, yeah. I'll drink it up. Yeah. I'm not just going to go drink your wine, you know? You feel <laughs> yeah. like a Viking come and taking your shit. Yeah. I don't want to do that. For Figo. For Figo. The Figo. Cheers. No Figo, Figo. <laughs> yeah, so then the only times I could really, you could really watch him was TSN would play Champions League. Yeah. And he was on after when I started watching Madrid. And yeah. they'd always play Real Madrid games. So oh, that's yeah. where I got to like watch my most watch most of the field that oh, and international. And yeah. obviously international, yes. World and Euro Cups, which he did not disappoint ever. Except for in Greece. Yeah. Well in well, the final. In I mean, the final game. Getting there he played pretty fucking good. Yeah. That was a good tournament. Yeah. He pulled his weight times, man. From sporting Apparently, he signed a contract with Parma. Well, th- I mean, once you, once you dive deep into it, you realize this motherfucker did this twice. He did the same shit twice. <laughs> and I don't know if it's his agent, Viega, or he's kind of a mercenary. Like, let's be honest, people. Like, I think personally, watching it in retrospect, like, he knew what he, he knew what he was doing. He's a smart guy. Yeah. He's a really smart guy. Dude, by the time he was like 20 years old, he looked like he'd already lived 50 years. He's a handsome motherfucker. He, he, you made that point. He never looked like a kid. Never. He never looked like Fabio Vieira. The he man, was always a man. Yeah. Like, he, he was born weathered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had a man's face when yeah. he was 13. Yeah. I mean, I said the same. I said this joke earlier. Like, he's like the Portuguese George Clooney. No, the older yeah. he gets, the more handsome this guy oh, gets. Oh, he looks great right now. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I want to look like that. He signed for Parma, and then he tried to sign for Juve or something. He, he signed contracts with both teams. He yeah. signed contracts with both teams. And I, how much of it's Viega or how much it's it's him? Yeah. Who he, knows? He can put the blame on the manager. To, it should be his manager, face. yeah. like yeah. He shouldn't be making these decisions and signing contracts willy-nilly. No, well, the manager is the one that gets the contracts, right? And then they, he brings it to Figo. Yeah. Figo's yeah. not like... Get me there. And you know what? While you're at it, get me at Juve. And you know why you're at it? Get me at Inter, too. Yeah. Like, Jose v- Vega yeah. is a poor man's menge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. George menge. Yeah. Yeah. More, more so. Just like. He's like, you go knocking door to door to every single team, and you see who will pay the most. Yeah. He was he's a slippery, slimy kind of crook guy. Yeah. And then Italy's like, we want nothing to do with this fucking guy. You can't sign a contract here for at least two seasons. He was banned from Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it worked out well for him. He ended up in Barcelona. Dude, that Barca career. It's like, had he not left, he would have been right up there with the best of the best of Barcelona talent ever. Who cares? I mean, here it is. <laughs> Barcelona? <laughs> yeah. He's a legend on Real Madrid. That's true. No, but in a way, Evan's right. It's like he, um, 
I think he would have been a bigger star at Barcelona had he stayed there. Like he would, I don't know. The myth of not the myth of Figo, the like the reality of like. Isn't it more mythical stardom. though? What he did. It's kind of insane what he did. Yeah, and then he left. That's more mythical. And you're acting like he wasn't a beast on Real Madrid. He was still a beast on Real Madrid. It's not like he was a nobody. No, but it is. He would have won nothing on Barcelona. See, with the with the Madrid years, he could have done it. He he was somewhat. um, He got a little bit drowned out when they're like, "Hey, let's bring in Zidane. Let's bring in Ronaldo. Let's bring in Beckham." But he was the first Galactico. He was the first, and he was part of the Galacticos. Yeah, and then they won the Champions League uh, with Zidane the next yeah. year. This mm. was just like... And then after that, they didn't really win much after that, to be honest. Like, Ronaldo got there. They kept losing leagues. They well, Actually, Figo was to blame for one of them. He took the penalty, and Buffon saved it Oof. one time to send them into the into the final, uh, which Juve ended, ended up losing. But um, they um, he still did good, but if you look at his peak of like when he played the best, when he was at his prime... It's definitely Barcelona. If you go, you go look yeah. at his Real Madrid highlights, you go look at his Barcelona highlights. His Barcelona highlights are like one man team shit. Yeah. Even Pep said it, he's like uh, in the documentary he said, well, "What player did you bring me here? Oh my goodness!" This right? guy, yeah. He was saying uh, Cruyff was like, "Who like how, who did you sign? This guy is amazing. Yeah. It's fantastic." Meaning so, they did not watch Sporting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like just, you. Just like Justin, <laughs> never watched watch a Sporting, sporting. <laughs> game in his life. <laughs> He had the sickest flow on Sporting. He had oh. the, the, those long locks. Yeah, he man. had nice curls that go well with a full face. <laughs> I didn't know, but when he did that Euro haircut, I don't know one Portuguese guy who didn't have their hair like that. Oh, you that know? Was, dude, I had that as a child. <laughs> Same time Figo had the haircut, I had the haircut. Absolutely. It was like the boy band, but also the Figo haircut. Set, yeah. He's set in the trends, man. And he still has the same hairline. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Beautiful, man. Yeah, some colorful characters, man. Jose Vega. Pep Guardiola had a big role. Paulo Futre, probably the star of that whole show. Had no idea that him and Pep were so close. Yeah. yeah right? Um, Roberto Carlos had his moments. And then uh, <laughs> Lorenzo Sanz and Juan Gaspar. Dude, like, Roberto Carlos, when that guy came out, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Who's this fucking Mexican cholo gangbanger we're talking to? <laughs> this little chin beard, but yeah. it's not even, it's like the back of his chin. It's not the yeah. front of his chin. Yeah. He looked cool as hell, though. He's yeah. still a legend. He's, yeah. Dude, that guy said he was like, because I think he played uh, Portugal in the Junior World Cups. Yep. And even against Madrid and Barca. And he was like, he said he didn't know how to mark him. He's it's like, I didn't know what to do. It's a nightmare. And then they were on the same team together for a long time. Yeah. Probably good friends. But I remember him saying on a Nike thing one time, he's like, the one player who's not Brazilian moves like a Brazilian is Figo. He has the Zinga, he said. The Zinga. Because Figo has all shoulders, stepovers, yeah. moves. He was a flair player, man. Much like why we all love Rui Costa as well. It's just, dude, Figo took people on. He fucking stepovered people. Yeah, he, man. He inspired the Ronaldo, Karajma, all these great players. He, in, he inspired his team when uh, I watched a different documentary. Uh, There's more. That was that <laughs> was just like a Figo base of one of like why he was such a great player. And this uh, reporter says that I think it was uh, Cruyff or the other uh, some person. The, was oh, like, the English guy. They liken Figo to Maradona, but not because of the way they play, but because they say when the other when things aren't going good, they step up. They yeah. say, "Give me the ball." I, they demand the ball. They they want to change the game. They want to take take it to the team. He puts the team on his back. That's right. Yeah, the LeBron James of soccer. 
Exactly. <laughs> Much like Christian Pulisic. That's right. Pulisic. Um, what? Um, yeah, man. It was crazy when it was telling the story of like Futre and Vega, like just blowing the shit out of this transfer and like Futre being in the office. So, so good. Futre calls Jose Vega to like try to sell this idea. Mm-hmm. And then after he hangs up and Futre is like, I just pretended to be on the phone and be like, yeah, yeah, you agree. Awesome. Let's do this. Yeah. When uh, I think it was Fiorentino Perez was trying to be like, if I win, like I'm signing him, like mm-hmm. it's done. I, I'll come up with the money to get the buyout clause. And then after that, we just need the contract signed, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he wanted a finder's fee. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Food, that's what Futre wanted, right? Yeah. Futre's in it for his dough, his yeah. cut. Oh, he's like, if I can make this happen, this is a payday. Like, I'm yeah. I'm doing half the work of this fucking agent. Yeah, Futre's got dollar signs in his eyes. Uh-huh. So he gets involved with Figo. And F- Futre's uh, Figo's hero. That's what, what he grew up watching. Yeah. And what did Figo have to say about Futre? It's Uspetak. 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 Which he is. I mean, yeah. also, we got to talk. Futre's in the news not only because this doc, but he also got a stroke. Yep. And then said, don't worry, guys. I'm okay. And I'm quitting smoking. Yep. He gave cigarettes the red card. <laughs> he gave them a red card. pulled them up. He crushed the cigarettes. Oh. So this is my last pack. I'm he had a stroke. And he's like, fine. He's like, Good. Yeah, he's chilling. Chilling. Do you, do you believe that he'll not smoke again for the rest of his life? I don't know. He looks like he smokes. Look at Figo today, and you look at Futre today, who looks like they smoke and who doesn't, definitely. I mean, it's clear. Yeah. Futre, is a, he's a fucking character, man. <laughs> Dude, I bet all the all the fucking players probably smoked back then in the 80s. Yeah. There's someone that got like in trouble for smoking recently. Uh, Marco Verratti at PSG. Oh, really? Yeah. He's just chilling. He hangs out. But he's what? He was just hanging out, having a dart at the club? I don't know. Probably. I think he's... Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Italian guy, midfielder. Yeah. I guess that's why they signed Renato Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> so Futre sets up this whole deal. He poses it to Vega. And also, more importantly, Florentino is, like, pushing it. And then just the wheels start turning in motion. Yeah. It's, you could just see it snowball from nothing to something. Yeah. And Figo's just, like, happy, chilling at Barcelona, Sure, making good money. He wants more. But the thing was, he wasn't happy. He said it multiple times, and they had, did renegotiate before. Mm-hmm. And he w- he did want more, right, Patrick? He wanted more money from Barca. Well, and he, and he used more. Real Madrid's leverage, and then he went to Real Madrid. <laughs> well, he, th- but this is the thing. When you're on a team, and you're making a lot of money, and you're winning, right? He's just like, okay, I'm on top of the world. The minute that another guy comes in and is like, I'll give you more money, now the thought's in your head. Yeah, they put mm-hmm. the, if the thought would never entered his mind, he probably would have stayed at Barcelona. I so. think he, he would have stayed at Barcelona, but this fucking wiener guy, Juan Gaspar, <laughs> the, yeah. this guy's such a loser. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to give Figo money. He's a fucking wiener. And then Figo left, and he lost for years, and then he, he Got had fired. to resign. What a loser. <laughs> yeah. He looks like one of the guys on The Sopranos. I can't think of his name. but one of, <laughs> Just one, one of, of the schmoes that Steve gets Buscemi? whacked. No, one, <laughs> he's one of the New York wiener guys. Well, so <laughs> Lorenzo Sanz looks like he could be on The Sopranos, too. Look at a picture of this guy. Guys, this is an episode of Sopranos, really. <laughs> we watched The Sopranos. This is Soccer Sopranos, but really. You, you can tell from the Juve Parma deal all the way through, Figo did want the money. And he said in the part we just watched, we rewatched a bit of it, He's saying, I see how appreciated I am by the fans. He loves the fans. That's great. But I would like to be appreciated more by the club and the ownership. Yeah. And what does that mean? 
How do you want to be appreciated? By, how do you want to be appreciated by your ownership at your job or at my job with a little pizza party? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I think even that means show me the money. He called. He called the owner and he was like, "Oh, blah, blah, I want to have a talk about this." And he was like, "Oh, Figo, like you know, the elections are coming up. Like, give like, yeah, give me a break. Let's talk about it after the elections happen." Kind of thing, like, and Figo's like. Well, I need to talk about it now because offers are coming in, right? And the guy's like, he doesn't stop and like, oh, let me make sure we have Figo. Let me appreciate him, right? Yeah, he's I mean, just like, he's like, Figo, chill, like you know. Elections are more important. Exactly, right? So well, like, he yeah, got exactly. put on the back burner. You gotta yep. wine and dine these guys. Yeah, that's right. Why should Figo care about this rivalry between Barcelona and Real Madrid? He's from Portugal. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? You go from one team to the other. It's not like he grew up like cherishing Real Madrid his whole life or Barcelona. Yeah. Like, Otamendi is from Argentina. He doesn't yeah. care if he plays for Porto and Benfica. Yeah. Why yep. the fuck does he care? Yeah. Well, Jean Mario did it too. And this Jean was, Mario, well, there's lots of people did it. Jean Moutinho did it. Yeah. yeah. Jean but we can tell how like well, you get paid, you play. Yeah. Figo is about the money, but I feel like and this was my main thought about it. This is that it blew up because this was the first mega money move. And also it was the first kind of like insight into behind this thing of like, oh, these guys are just employees. They actually don't care. Like nowadays, if it happened nowadays, we've all accepted it. We were like, oh, yeah, it's all it's a business. Football is a business. You got to take what you can get. You only have a short amount of career spent. I think we're more in tune to the player now than we were back then. Back then it was like. This is our fucking club, man. Yeah. How can you different do this time. to us? You know, it was a different time. He yeah. was the first one. If he did this 20 years later, if he did this today, not a big deal. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. No, I mean, it would be a big deal. But it, it would wouldn't. be a big deal. This but would be like Messi. This would be like Messi going. It would be like Messi Real going Real Madrid. Madrid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That it would, would be. be a that big would deal. be kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a big deal. <laughs> it, but, but, but it, it was all, crazy. At the it time. would also be like Messi. Maybe after four or five years, you know, he did. Yeah, not like he probably had ten or fifteen years. I don't know for sure, but like, yeah, he, yeah, he was at Barca for a long time. If he, you know, cut that in half and then left, like, yeah, that would be similar. I, I, I just try to make the point that we we were still so naive back then of like people of of the player situation, like that they were altruistic and all of these things. Where it's like really mm-hmm. like they're just business people too. They're trying to make their their coin at the end of the week. Yeah, the point where he said. Uh, he was training with the Euro team, right? And he's quote unquote happy at Barcelona, or like has a lifestyle there. Yeah, and he fit in very well with the Barcelona lifestyle. But then Real Madrid said, or he heard about this guy who had never heard of Florentino Perez, who said, "I'll pay four times what you're making." Four times what you're making, and you're already making like a rich player's salary. That's yep. insane. Yeah, you have to take that. You have to take. Yeah, it. that's that's the one thing in the doc that stood out to me too. I was like. You know, if someone offers you four times your salary, like, what are you doing? Bye bye. But he yeah. was he was very hesitant because because of his wife really didn't want to go for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's because he got death threats and shit like that. Well, and yeah, like, he can't walk in Barcelona and even like, today. Yeah, and he's like, okay, like, we have to. Uh, what do you call it? Like, we'll have to change our whole life. And like, these people are really, really mad. And obviously your wife's going to be like, well, why are we making these people really, really mad? Maybe, We're yeah. fine. I'm a supermodel. Let's just stay here. Maybe she's it's just, not a big deal. Maybe she just didn't want to move. It's a whole hassle moving. Like, you got to call your friends and, and <laughs> be like, oh, you guys want to help me move? And like, they don't Pep, have the, Pep does not going to help him move to Madrid. They don't, they don't, they <laughs> don't have the same. They don't have, have this, his couch. 
Sorry. They don't have the same tapas over there in Madrid as they do in Barcelona. It's, yeah, it's yeah, all different. It might be yeah. better. It's the capital. They're on the coast over there. They're their mainland, you know. They Bar- got, yeah. the fish ain't as fresh. And Barcelona there. will tell you different language. Yeah. Different language. <laughs> different culture. We're a different yeah. country altogether. Well, I think that had a big part to play in it too, right? That's it, like Barcelona's Catalonia. You go to Madrid, yeah. whoa, now you're anti Catalonia. That's a Yeah. That's well, yeah, that's why the rivalry is. There's so a whole hot. other thing, yeah. yeah. That's why the rivalry's so hot, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was this like thirty million dollar clause that like Jose Vega signed the uh, he signed the contract and they were like all freaking out. They're like, "Oh, I signed this contract. If he doesn't go, someone's got to pay them thirty million dollars." I was like, "This sounds like bullshit." I, I think it was sixty. No, it was thirty. No, no, no. his buyout clause was sixty. Oh, okay, yeah. but they had this weird contract that Jose Vega, Figo's agent, signed saying that if he doesn't go, they owe Fiorentino or Real Madrid. 30 million dollars and i don't like, think that that's not bullshit that's why he went yeah the they only, kept telling him that night he, they stayed up all night they're like 30 million who's gonna pay that like you have to do this and then he's like calling his wife and dude you like, tell me you take that to court and be like my agent signed this i don't know why he signed this yeah but you don't know if you can get out of that no 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 no. so you sell out jose vega fuck that guy no figo said he's like they put their problems on me yeah i had to bail them out yeah so he exactly he bailed them out on that one yeah because Futre and Vega were like, holy fuck, what, do, what are we going to do? So that's why they went to Italy, and that's why they convinced them, like, you have to go. You have to go. Please. Yeah. We're begging you. Come they on. It's going to be no, great. Because yeah, Futre and Vega would have to pay that. Yeah, so they'd be like, come on. like you yeah, got to go. As, it's going to be great. As, You're going to make more Figo, money. I'd be like, well, what are you dumbasses doing signing contracts that say we owe you $30 million if this doesn't happen? But, like, this is my life. But at the end of the day, these are, like... You're not. These are these are people you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, you you know them pretty well. Yeah, but signing a contract like that is kind of a betrayal. Yeah. Oh yeah, they fucked them. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But Vega said he called Figo and he said sign it. He read the whole contract to him. And, but Figo's on vacation at the time. He's like, yeah, whatever, man. Do do what you gotta do. That's a good time to call somebody. Fuck, man. Dude, if a- I'm on vacation, I had a couple sangrias in me. Like, I just played the Euro. Do yeah. you see me? Yeah. I almost won. Yeah. <laughs> Score that crazy goal against England. Yeah. And also, they want to pay you four times as much money. What a fucking summer for Figo. Like, he played that great tournament. Ew, they didn't win, but it was a good time. And then <laughs> one, he, won, he won the league with Barca. He won the league with Barca, yeah. yeah. And then he went on vacation for like a couple months because it's summer and he's off. But he get, he's get constantly getting calls from his agent and Futre. Dude, Futre <laughs> and Vega are just like creeping him in his hotel. They're like, hey, buddy, you got to sign. You got to sign. And then they went oh, where he's on vacation. They went there in suits to the beach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, would be, that must be the most unwelcome sight you've ever seen in your life. You're chilling on the beach with your family and Paulo Futre comes up in a suit. Like, what? He comes out like, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Welcome to and the he goes, Matrix. Can't paga, can't paga three million zeros. Yeah. Oy. Man, uh, I felt like it was a lot of just like selling Perez kind of to the world is like he's a genius for what he did. And it was also I feel like that was a you know, a huge thing in him winning the election in general. Like of imagine course. imagine going and being like, Hey, we're gonna sign, you know, the best player in the world right now if you elect me. He's not like, I'm only, gonna do it. Not only did it change like Figo's history and like the Galacticos, but like, yeah, like they had a new regime just all because of this. Yeah. Florentino yeah. Perez stayed forever. He's still after there. This. I like how he did this Figo move and then he's like, I'm going to keep going. Like, I'm doing Galacticos. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm serious. I didn't just want to get elected. I want to fucking yeah. get yeah. all these guys. 
Zidane Beckham. Well, he's Ronaldo. an old he's an old guy. Apparently, he grew up in the era of they had Di Stefano and Puskas and like the best players in the world. Real yeah. Madrid did. Bring and, it back. And then we Run fucking and we fucking smoked them. I just gotta say that. Eusebio fucking smoked them. All right. Oh. You got that? Sixties. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't think Eusebio was on the Real Madrid beating team. But he was the next year in Barcelona. He smoked them too. Either way, just have to drop my Benfica shit in there. Drop <laughs> the Benfica stuff. And Darwin smoked Barcelona. <laughs> This only gets made if everyone kind of agrees to be in it. So it's definitely Figo being like, yeah, sure, I'll talk about it. And Perez being, I feel like Perez is just trying to get his name out there, get people knowing him, and then he's trying to drop his Super League. Well, they're making money off this, right? Well, of like course. Figo gets paid. They all get a piece. Futre gets paid. We all get a piece. Everyone's paid. They want to tell their side of the story, too. Even Someone's lying, though. And I, I think it's Figo. Lying. Figo's lying. He, <laughs> I think, personally, I love the guy, but he knew what he was doing. And he was like, I don't think he really, like, obviously he felt something for Barcelona. At some points he was wishy-washy. And you could tell in that presentation, Fio did not want to be there. He that was, was like, bad, yeah. unhappy yeah. that this was all happening. But he's the protagonista. I think at first it feels very weird. Like, you were just on Barcelona, like, a yeah. couple months ago, and then you're holding up this jersey. Yeah. That's, like, so weird. But it worked out. Snipers on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, yeah, he was probably just, like... The only thing he was worried about was like his safety, and and he went to fucking at this point no regrets. Yeah, he went to the he <laughs> went to the stadium and they gave it to him, and he was yeah. not happy that day either. But I feel he, like I would love I it. would love that the you know, whole stadium hates me, and then like what if I, I'm Figo? Like I play amazing, nah, but dude, nah. but if you fire them up. <laughs> They'll come down and like, like <laughs> it's that serious. Yeah, that like, is kind of scary. If they all run, sixty thousand. If them. they all run on the yeah. field, yeah, Dude, he's like the part in a. Uh, they could tear you limb from limb. Yeah, <laughs> he's like the part in Goodfellas where he's all, uh, uh, what's his face? He's all like coked out, and there's like helicopters following him and shit. <laughs> like, well, that's that was, how. Well, that was Futre with the thirty million. <laughs> yeah. he was like, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> Why else would he show up to the beach in a suit? Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> I love the part where uh, he's talking to Futre and his like his wife calls and he's like telling his wife he's like I think I'm gonna move to Madrid and then Futre is doing the interview and he's like he's like and then I just saw Figo on the phone he's like yes 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 slow yes. team and he kept going lower and lower in his chair but he switched to English he started saying yes yes see yes 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 Figo just got manhandled by his wife which he's mad she probably. She's more comfortable in English, so she spoke English. Yeah. She's yelling at him in English. <laughs> but he did, for the most part in this documentary, speak in Spanish. You guys notice that? You didn't, you didn't speak Portuguese? It's though. about Spanish. Well, speak. it was all yeah. Spanish. It was a Spanish yeah. documentary. Futre, more comfortable in Portuguese. Yeah. He went with Portuguese. Yeah, I like the Portuguese inflections. It makes things way funnier. And all the, like, RTP, like, news yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah. That was a great. Esta aqui a figomania. Barca, run by schlubs. Schlubs and schmoles. Don't like them. Never did. Schmoles. Well, nice neither word. did. I don't know what schmoles. Schmoles sounds like a... Like a slur. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's safe. It's safe. It's been tested. What is that from? <laughs> I don't know. I don't you made like that up? I would not like the sound of that. But uh, <laughs> you got to watch, you gotta watch a new uh, Netflix show. Chad and JT go deep. Yeah. They call people schmoles. Oh, okay. It's pretty funny. Oh, Messi had the same issue towards the end of his uh, yeah, probably reign all, of terror, uh, I called it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Where, like, he was... Had very big difficulty with the board. Yeah. Now they have major trouble with the board because they, I don't know what they did. Out but of money. All, they, might, they might bankrupt. I don't know. Who knows? 
You know why I hate Barca? What? Simao, Karejma, Semedo, Andre Gomes. Vitor Bahia. Trincao. Vitor Bahia had a good year. Yeah. Couto had a a good year, but they didn't really stay. But agreed. (laughs) They don't treat their Portuguese guys right. They do not. See, and we came want, in as the replacement for Figo. And we want to send Bernardo there? I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, but Bernardo's hey. pushing for it, but he's amazing. But man. Bernardo's like, dude, oh, Trincao? I said Trincao. Oh. Yeah. Put him in there. Bernardo's like Figo, man. They're made a different, you know, steel. Yeah. Figo would have succeeded anyway. Bernardo fits their style, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, and if you're on, let's say Bernardo goes to Barca. I mean, now we're talking, and he has an amazing year. Now you're talking Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Dude, and Barca, Oof. they got Rafinha and Lewandowski right now. Yeah, and they're looking, they're looking nasty. But yeah, they really turn things around. You quick. pop a pork chop on that team, I'm watching. It's sizzling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I don't want to like uh, project too much, but like, or speak for Cristiano Ronaldo. But let's say you're Cristiano Ronaldo, and your dream is to play for Real Madrid. Why would your dream be to play for Real Madrid? Because you grew up Figo. watching Figo. Yeah. What other Portuguese player was there ever on Real Madrid? No one. Well, right? Galacticos in general. But and, yeah. and and being a being a Galactico and Figo was the first Galactico. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. So yeah. definitely that led to, I think, directly to a amazing career that Cristiano Ronaldo had in, oh, in, for sure. in Real Madrid. That is true, yeah. Figo. But it's also like Figo was the first like big money move ever. And Ronaldo would be the second. Just, I mean... I think it was like two days after they signed Kaká for like eighty million, then they threw down the hundred for Ronaldo. Yeah, I was we gonna say uh, Ricardo Carvalho played for Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah, but we're saying prior to Figo. Oh, yeah, true. We can't say he's the, he's the first big money move ever, but it was the biggest one. I think it, and it jumped tr- up tremendously from yeah, oh, yeah. when uh, Figo like. Well, just the way they were Ronaldo talk- passed through, and uh, I think uh, Christian Vieri was like a big, like a world record. Yeah, but even, one, but, but even like, at that time, it was probably like 10, 15, 20 million. It was like 30s and whatever, but yeah. then this was 60. Yeah. It was like, it was a big jump. When they were talking about that buyout clause, they were just like, they're like, yeah, we made the buyout clause 60 million. They're like, nobody's going to pay that. Right. They just, yeah. It seems so certain, right? Like, it'd be like now somebody having like a. Like three hundred million. Well, it was like Neymar with PSG, like two hundred million. Like, who's gonna spend that? And you're like, right. okay, well, yeah, we got oil money. Yeah, we're Paris. But why do? Why have the clause though? Why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like signing what? a prenup. What if you don't? Yeah. What if you it's don't? Like a but what if you don't have the clause? Then you can just say, I don't care. We're not selling them. You can give us ten billion dollars. I don't have to sell them. Right? Yeah. The so why that, write the clause? The fact that there's a clause means like money talks. No, but you yeah. would take two hundred million. Yeah, that's why you put it in the clause. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. This is how much I would yeah. pay. Yeah, that's how much you have to pay if you want them, as Chris says. And someone did do it. It's the fuck you money. Yeah, yeah. it's the fuck you price. It, it is, yeah. but someone Evan's just like that. But what I'm saying is, someone just has to come up with it, and then you're out a player. Yeah, yeah but then you got two hundred million dollars. Not that easy. Euros. <laughs> yeah. What about the alternate reality of like Figo staying at Barcelona? Like, what what would that have been like? I have to feel like he would have been would have been one less, right? I think honestly, I think his career was kind of perfect, other than this uh, Juve uh, debacle. The Juve <laughs> debacle. This Italy debacle. Because he made his name for himself at Barcelona. Yeah, those were his best years. Those that was his like peak, and then he the second part of it. In Real Madrid, he did need that help. Also, but it was kind of a mess towards the end because they were just buying forwards and, like, wingers. Like, 
David Beckham plays the same position as him. Like, what the fuck were they doing, right? Mm-hmm. That being said, it was he was sort of on the downslope of his career tw- in the end of the Real Madrid days. That's why he ended up in Syria and injured and stuff. But you know what I mean? Like, oh, I think yeah. his, I, I, what I'm trying to say is I think his career ended up perfectly. To stay yeah. at Barca, then they get sick of you. Yeah. Then you He know moved what I over. Mean? He won the Champions League. He won the Ballon d'Or. What more can you ask? It's for? like when I stayed at the, my one pizza place for too long. You know, oh, you don't want to. <laughs> I should have switched to our rival. I should have switched to our rival about halfway through that that uh, COVID that tier. Oh, that, that would have been a whole thing, man. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have the buyout clause though. No, they and and no one actually wanted the buyout clause. No one came to them and said <laughs> we want Justin. No so one. like that's it's different. <laughs> there was no sixty million. Um, but yeah, crazy documentary. Lots to talk about. Fucking just fun to I just want more of these. I want to keep ingesting all these docs and there's no story like that. We'll see it uh, in the future. I'm sure there'll be a Ronaldo doc that goes in, in. the food tray. <laughs> I think that's it. Thanks for hanging in and listening to an additional bonus episode in the Portugal Corner. Um we'll be back next Monday or next Tuesday with more soccer news. Yes. See?